Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Hallelujah. Overcome means that you triumph, you win, and uh, in this world, there's so many things that can go wrong and, and so many issues that it's possible to have to deal with. And it doesn't mean that, you know, God's in all these bad things. But if you trust Him and hold on to Him and do what He says, He will see to it that you triumph. Uh, living by faith doesn't mean that you never have any challenges. I mean, if there was nothing to overcome, how could you be an overcomer? And the Lord's given us all this armor. You know, think about it. The breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and, and the shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit. And, uh, what if you're all dressed up and there's nothing to fight? There's nothing to deal with. Well, the very fact that you need this armor reveals that you do have an adversary who's going about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But don't you like that phrase, whom he may devour? That means he can't just indiscriminately devour anybody, everybody he wants to when he wants to. And we can purpose to be those that he is unable to destroy. Get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom with us. And let's believe God today to hear from him. Father, we thank you so much. You are the most wonderful Father, the best that there's ever been and ever will be. We know you care about us. We know you love us. We love you. We worship you. And we do have faith in you. We do trust in you. That is our choice. That is our response to your words. And so we ask you to add to us, help us to develop in this and grow up in you and in this. We ask for utterance and for the anointing and for eyes and ears and hearts to receive answers and help today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you look please in the great textbook, the Bible, again to Mark the 8th chapter. We have been for some time now, what we're calling a series we're calling Faith for Healing. You know... Um, Faith works the same in every area, but it must be developed in every area. Just because you've got strong faith that you're on your way to heaven, that you're saved, you've got strong faith that your sins are forgiven and washed away, doesn't mean that you have any faith to be healed. And sometimes that's confusing to people. Well, I got a lot of faith in what? <laughs> For what? See, faith is not just this generic, uh, ambiguous thing. Uh, faith for something is based on something. 
And our faith we're talking about is in God. And faith in God, how does it come? Does anybody remember Romans 10, 17? It comes by hearing what he has said. Well, how would you get faith that you're saved and faith uh, that you're forgiven and cleansed? Well, it'd be by hearing what he said about that. And that has been preached in a lot of churches. Uh, that, you know, Jesus paid the price for our sins and, and that uh, he's not holding them against us and that he's given us his own righteousness and we're saved, our names in the Lamb's Book of Life. If that was preached to your grandparents and your parents and you, well, see, that's, that gets established in you. But in a lot of places, it hasn't been preached that he took your infirmities, he bore your sicknesses, he carried your pains, by his stripes you're healed, uh, with long life, he'll satisfy you. If that's new to you, then you won't have any faith in that. But if you'll receive it and keep hearing it, then it'll grow in you and it'll lay a foundation of confidence and trust. Uh, and you can get just as strong uh, that you're healed as you are that you're saved, <laughs> right? And you can get just as strong that your needs are met as you are, that your sins are forgiven. But it'll, it won't come just by reason of time. It'll come by exposure to and feeding on the anointed word in that subject. So whether it's you yourself or whether it's a family member or a friend, every one of us is going to need faith for healing for ourselves or somebody around us. And it won't be long. <laughs> That's just the nature of the world and how things are. And so there are certain areas you want to feed your faith on on a regular basis. You don't want to go very long without hearing something that builds your faith that, you, uh, that healing belongs to you. And you don't want to go long without hearing some, some of the word that uh, abundance is God's will about him meeting your needs. Because these two areas... The enemy is able to restrict uh, believers. If he can get you sick enough, he can prevent your ministry. Class, are y'all listening? If he can keep you broke enough, he can prevent your ministry. When I say ministry, uh, I'm not talking about everybody being a, a preacher or a pastor, but everybody has a service that we are to contribute to the kingdom, to the church, to our generation. But you can't do it if you can't even get out of bed, right? And you can't do it if you don't have enough money for a tank of gas to leave the house, <laughs> right, to go do something. And so this is, uh, and, and the sad thing is the enemy has woven this into the church uh, and, and deceived much, most of the church, that somehow it's, it's God's will that we be sick at least part of the time or that we experience poverty and lack. Uh, he's the one restricting us with it and yet getting us to attribute it to God. What confusion? What deception? No, no. Do you remember when God delivered uh, his first covenant people, Israel, out of Egyptian bondage? There are two things he did with them immediately. Anybody remember what they were? He, the Bible said he brought them forth with silver and with gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. 
the psalmist said. Well, what are those two things? Money <laughs> and health. Amen. Right? Yes. Why? Because you can't do much uh, without these two. You can't accomplish that much without these two. And so he, he healed them. There must have been miraculous healing through that entire slave population. And you remember there came a point where he told them to ask for jewels and money and what have you when all those plagues were happening. And man, they loaded them up. So they left Egypt healed and with abundant material provision. That's how they started. And can you see, that's a type of the, the new life in Christ, getting born again out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and God's dear Son. And what do you need on your new journey as a believer serving God? You need to be healthy and you need to have some ability and some wealth. And people mock us and make fun and people like me and us and say, oh, y'all are just that health and wealth gospel. Well, gospel means good news, right? I mean, uh, being sick is not good news. Being broke is not good news, right? And, and, and all of it's relative. It's not a matter of just amassing and accumulating a bunch of stuff to say that you have it. It's about ability, Ability to live and be and do everything that God has called you and made you to be and do so that you're not restricted. I mean, we believe that what we're doing right now, the uh, faith school and the ministry and this broadcast is valuable. We believe it's important. Well, it takes substantial resources to be able to do this. And a number of you are partners and we pray for you and prayed for you this morning before we started to uh, increase in your life about this. But if I was uh, sick, I couldn't be here ministering, right? If I, if I was uh, incapacitated with some problem or if we didn't have uh, enough money to turn the lights on, <laughs> right? Or get the cameras going or to get on the channels and the, and the broadcast. Can you see what I'm talking about? Well, maybe the Lord didn't call you to do this, but he did call you to do something, Something, you're supposed to be a light and a strength and a help in your family and, you, and in your community and in your church and in your area. Amen. The Lord wants you blessed to where you are strong and able to get up and hit it and just go and go and go and go. And if he wants you on the other side of the world tomorrow, you can be there and you can pay for it. Right? He wants you to be a generous soul so that you're the first one to volunteer. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. I got the bill. I'll pick it up. I'll take care of it. Amen. Well, you can't do it if you don't have it. Is it God's will for you to be healed, class? Yes. Huh? Yes. Is it God's will for you to have plenty of resources, plenty yes. of material resources? Amen. It is. Don't let anybody lie to you. Just because they're confused about it doesn't mean you got to be confused about it. No, it is God's will that you be saved, that you be free from condemnation, guilt, and shame, and sin, that you be healed, that you be free from weakness and, and infirmity and, and, and restrictions, and that you be prosperous, that you have, that's not a dollar number, it varies for everybody, but that you have more than enough to do everything that you need to do, and even some good things you just want to do. Amen. Hmm? Amen. 
Amen, Amen, class. Amen. 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 You want to agree with that? Yes. <laughs> well, how I've got into that by saying, how do we get faith for healing? You got to hear about healing. And, uh, uh, you know, perhaps when we finish with some of this series, we need to think about faith for provision. What do you think? Faith for protection. What do you think? Faith for being led by the Spirit. Direction, right? So can you see that uh, we have a lot of material that <laughs> could last us a long time here in faith school? <laughs> it takes us two weeks to get through one of these accounts and healing, but that's all right. I said, that's, you got something better to do? I don't think so. So uh, let's, let's camp on this. And, let's get, and, and the great thing about these broadcasts, you know, with digital ability these days, they'll be sitting here on the website. You can come back and see them anytime you want to. We talked about, you know, feed your faith on this. And especially if you're being hit with something and you've, man, I need, I need a booster shot in my faith for this. Well, then grab you a bunch of messages on that and just feed, feed, feed. And your faith will come back up, rise back up, and you will overcome. Amen. You'll overcome it. Amen. You'll win. Yes. Again. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That'll preach myself happy. <laughs> Mark 8, would you go there, please? We've looked at uh, 11 previous individual accounts of healing, and we're down now to number 12 that we're calling the healing of the blind man at Bethsaida. And it's recorded only here in Mark 8. Some of these accounts are recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Some are just recorded only in John. Some are only recorded in Mark. And this one's only in Mark. Mark 8, 22. He comes to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. Here we see, again, like we talked last week, uh, the role that friends and family can play in another's healing. Now, let me say it again very plainly, and if you, if you think you don't agree with me on this, uh, put your nose in the Bible, because uh, many have frustrated themselves and actually become uh, put out with God. Because they tried to believe for another's healing. And it didn't happen that way. They were calling themselves standing in faith that my adult brother will be healed or my adult sister or my mother will be healed. Uh, and you can't receive for another adult person like you do for yourself. I mean, think about it. Now, if you, if, if you were going to receive anything for anybody, the most important thing would be to receive Jesus, yeah. right, and be saved and not go to hell, go to heaven. Can you do that for another adult person? Can you do that for anybody? You, you can't. Can you receive Jesus for another person and receive him as Lord for them? You cannot. I said you cannot. God won't force them to receive him, and you can't. Well, the same thing is true with healing or with other spiritual things like or the Holy Spirit or, 
other things. You, you, you can help, but you can't receive it for them. And there, this needs to be a change that's made in our so-called word and, and faith circles. A lot of folks have missed it in this area. Uh, and frustrated themselves for no reason, and then get mad at God, and that is so foolish. God didn't let you down. <laughs> you just did something, you tried to do something you had no right or place to do, and it didn't work. Uh, but what you can do is what we see here, friends and family can help get people to the message or to the Word. See, Jesus is the Word made flesh, and they uh, got this man to Jesus, and then they besought Jesus for him. Uh, we, the, you can see prayer here, and it's appropriate to help people, but then there comes a point where you have gone as far with them as you can go. It's up to them now whether they receive or not. And you remember here in just a moment, it says that Jesus took the blind man, verse 23, by the hand and led him out of town. And can you realize now, uh, who is it now? Just him and Jesus, right? He got there with his friends, but now uh, the friends are, are no longer, you know, making this happen. Uh, it's just him and Jesus. And it'll always come to a point in every one of our lives when it's just you and him. <laughs> right? You uh, uh, thank God for good parents that know God. And thank God for good friends and good pastors and ministers that know God and know how to pray and that kind of thing. But you can't know God through them. And you can't just live on their revelation are y'all with me, class? Yes, yes. Uh, it has to become your revelation. Um, I know Brother uh, Oral Roberts, who's in heaven now, uh, he said uh, somebody preached something that he really liked, and he, he called him and said, you know, I'm going to preach that myself. And he said, uh, now the first time that I preach it, I'm going to credit you and say, I heard so-and-so say this. And then the uh, next time I preach it, I'm going to say somebody said. And then the next time, I'm not going to say anything. It's, it's mine. <laughs> well, we're laughing, but it does need to become yours. Right? Maybe you heard it through them, and, and that's okay, but you can't know God through them. Uh, you know, in the account of the uh, interaction that Jesus had with the woman at the well of Samaria, he ministered to her, and then she went back into her town and told him about what happened. And man, a lot of folks got stirred up and believed. And then later, Jesus came to the town himself. And then the people said this to the woman. They said, now we believe, not because of what you said, we have heard him for ourselves." Oh, come on, did you hear that phrase? Said out loud, we have heard him for ourselves. And that, that has to be that you, uh, thank, again, thank God for our godly influences. But don't just base your beliefs on what somebody else heard and thought from God. You got to be able to see it for yourself. 
in the Word. And this will also keep you from getting off. Because no matter how wonderful some of our elders and examples may be, they're human. They can get off. They can make mistakes. And that's why we don't base our faith and our life on other people's experiences or their visions or their dreams or their prophecies. I'm going to go over that again slow. Are y'all with me or not? Do not base your life and your life decisions and your faith on other people's visions, dreams, revelations, prophecies. Well, what do you mean, Brother Keith? Well, if it's really from God, you'll see it in the Word. Right? And if it's really from God, you'll have... Uh, you'll see it in the word for yourself and you'll have a witness in yourself. And you must not just say, well, I think they know God better than me. And so if that's what they believe, then I'm just going to go with it. No, 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 no. Our new covenant is a better covenant. Amen. Huh? You know what the Bible said in Hebrews other places? We got a better covenant than the old covenant. And what makes it better? The scripture said in that day, they'll not tell each man, their brother and sister, know the Lord. They'll all know him from the least to the greatest. The thing that makes our covenant so wonderful and amazing in the Old Testament, not everybody had the spirit. They weren't born again, none, any of them. And only the prophet and a few individuals had the spirit on them. And so uh, people would go to the prophet to inquire of the Lord and hear from God. That is not what we have to do today. There's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. You don't have to get other people to pray for you because they have more of an in with God than you do. Class, I hope you all are awake. You know, yeah, but I just, I, you know, I just think, feel like they know God better than me. And I, I just feel like, you know, they'll, they'll hear him quicker than, than they'll hear me. Why? Based on what? Why? Because they're more righteous than you are? Yeah, yeah, maybe so. No, if they're righteous, it's because they've been made righteous by the blood of the Lamb. If you're righteous, you've been made righteous by the very same thing, very same blood. You have access straight to the Father. You, you don't have to go through mama or through pastor or through anybody else. There's one advocate at the right hand of majesty on high who intercedes for you. It's Jesus, the head of the church, the master. I want you to say it out loud. I, I can go straight to God, go straight to God. For, myself. for myself. For myself. Didn't the Lord say, come boldly, huh? Not, not arrogantly, but confidently. Come, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Say it out loud, God, God here's me. Here's me. 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 See, see, not you plus a bunch of other people, just you. Thank God there are times we can come together and agree on things and join our faith, but do not think that, well, I better get so-and-so to pray for me about this because this is important. And, and I think maybe they got a little more in with God. Based on what? 
You either saved or you're not. You either made righteous or you're not. And it's all by the one and only blood of the Lamb. Said out loud, I, I have been made right, been made right by, the the by the blood of the Lamb. I have direct access, I have direct access to, God to God Himself. I don't I know we don't know what a huge deal that is. Even the highest, holiest angels were shocked about this. The Bible said the angel says, said, what is man that you are mindful of him and that you visit him? The, the angels were shocked that God would give us direct access to him. And, and we're not just servants like they are. We can call him father. Father, the creator of the universe. Come on, say that loud. The creator of the universe. The, of the, the universe. one, the almighty, the almighty. Who sits on the throne. Who sits on the throne over, all the universe, over all the universe. Is my father. Is my father. And I can talk directly to him. And he hears me. And he responds to me. And speaks to me. Oh, hallelujah. This, this is amazing. This is wonderful. First John talks about this. Behold, what kind of love God has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of God. Somebody say, I'm a son of God. And that's male and female. There's not any of that in Christ. Say it out loud again. I am a child of God, a son of God. Jesus is my brother. The Almighty Father is my Father forever. Hallelujah. I am part of the forever family of the Almighty. The Bible said His kingdom will endure forever. His kingdom and His reign will never end. Soon and very soon, there will be no more countries like there are now. All of this is going to pass away and the enemy is going to be removed from all of it. Thank God. Won't that be great to have the devil completely out of all this? And then you and I, it's going to be father and sons. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus and brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You and I in this thing as eon age after age. Glory to God. We really have it made. <laughs> and it helps you to relax when you realize I'm going to be around forever. Not down here on the earth, thank God, but I'm going to be around forever. And my place in him is secure. I'm not going to lose it. And um, that makes you secure as an individual. You're not so easily threatened and challenged and you're stable. And we're out of time. <laughs> Said out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. That's it for today, but as you can see, we're not done with this. Come back tomorrow. We'll see you again soon right here at Faith School. I've got
Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.